It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. On today's edition of Plan with Dan, the podcast that helps you better prepare for your financial future and for retirement, we're going to be talking about financial blind spots. And the funny thing is, most retirees and pre-retirees have these blind spots in their retirement plans. These are the things that you never knew you really needed to be thinking about. Uh, it's kind of like when you're driving down the road and you look over your shoulder to check the blind spot in, you know, on the highway. You want to make sure that there's not a car there that's not supposed to be as you're getting ready to move lanes or make a move or make a shift or when something's about to happen. If you have to react quickly and move the vehicle, you don't want to have something in your way. So you want to make sure that people aren't lurking and kind of hanging out in your blind spot. We want to do the same thing in the financial landscape. We want to make sure we get rid of these things that are you know, currently in our blind spot and make sure that they're covered in our plan. So let's talk about these different elements, Dan. One that we see often is the danger of a downturn in the market in the early years of retirement. I think at all times, we're kind of just cognizant of, hey, the market could have a downturn. But if it happens in the early years of our retirement, it's going to be a particularly big event. Why is that the case? You know, that is, is so true, Walter. Um, what we call this in the profession, we call this the sequence of return risk. I think the best way to explain it is, is think about like when you were back in high school. So if you were like a great student and you got straight A's in ninth grade, straight A's in 10th grade, straight A's in 11th grade, and then 12th grade, you begin to, you know, pull back a little bit. You, you didn't spend as much time studying. You got senioritis. Well, your GPA is still going to be really high because you had those three really strong years of 4.0. Now, if you flip it, in your first year of the ninth grade, you know, you really struggle and you have a 1.0 you know, at the end of the year. You are going to work three years, three long, hard years to get that GPA up and it won't be up anywhere near, you know, what you'd want it to be. And that, that's how it is with the sequence mm. of returns. That's how it is with, you know, market volatility in the initial years. And, you know, every time I meet with a client, I do an MRI, I do a, a financial MRI for them. And one of the limitations of that is assuming a certain sequence of returns. And there's actually real tests you can do to your portfolio to mitigate that risk. It's called a Monte Carlo analysis. And uh, you got to make sure that when you get close to retirement, that someone does a Monte Carlo analysis for you in order to, to, to look at the probability you know, of what would happen in uh, the danger of the downturn you know, in your first few years of retirement. Yeah, I think that's really important to remember. Early years, be really careful of a downturn. And so you've got to make sure that your, your plan takes that into account, right? That yeah, This isn't just to say, like, you've got to just, oh, be careful. You know, no, there's there's a proper way to plan for that early downturn in the market. Absolutely. I encourage clients to, like, have sufficient cash reserves before they retire. So if we do experience a year downturn, you don't have to pull any money out of your portfolio. You'll have it in the cash yep. and allow that portfolio to recover. Absolutely. All right. So another financial blind spot we should point out here, Dan, the insidious effects of inflation over time. Why do we have to be so careful there? Yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of like the story of, you know, the frog that you put in the cold water and slowly turn the heat up, you know, but it doesn't realize that it's going to get boiled. But if you even assume a relatively, you know, low standard, a low inflation of say 3.3%, which is, you know, what we often assume, so if you if you were needed thirty five thousand dollars a year, and we have three point three percent inflation, in ten years you're going to need forty eight thousand 
to give you the same buying power that the 35 gave you. And in 15 years, you're going to need $57,000. So whatever plan you, you take must take into account you know, this insidious effect of inflation over time to make sure that your buying power is going to stay constant. Yep, that's important as well. So inflation, one of those things that you don't notice its impact in one particular year, but over time, that's going to really pile up against you. And something in that same vein, I guess, Dan, but we'll separate it out from, you know, general inflation is healthcare costs and medical costs, because they're increasing so far at a rate that's even faster than inflation. Yeah, you know, um, I've spent a, large, a lot of time in my practice helping people uh, mitigate the the med- medical costs, long-term care costs, and it's very, very, very difficult. It's really important that you do all the steps, take all the steps you can possibly take to help, you know, help shore up that risk. Really talk with someone who's very, very knowledgeable about Medicare and Medicare supplements. Seriously think about, you know, how you're going to handle the long-term care issue. You know, are you going to get long-term care insurance? Are you going to buy perhaps consider buying one of these um, hybrid life insurance policies that allows you to access you know, the, the face and cash value for long-term care. Are you going to fund it you know, out of your own funds? Really have those difficult conversations up front so you can do everything possible to mitigate um, the medical costs that are truly um, a risk that has to be dealt with before you get into retirement. These are all financial blind spots, things you didn't even know that maybe you needed to be thinking about, but we're pointing them out so that we can make sure we plan for them. And the possibility of tax increases in the future is another thing that often gets overlooked. It's kind of lurking out there. Not uh, You think of all the things in our financial lives that really draw our attention, You know, something that's 10, 15, 20 years down the line, like where taxes might be in the future, just doesn't rise very high up on the priority list. But hey, when we're planning for retirement, we've got to be thinking in those terms. You know, yeah, a lot of people are really surprised because it doesn't feel like it. But tax taxes are actually historically very low right now. In the 1970s, you may remember the, ta- the highest tax bracket was 70%. In the 1980s, it was 50%. And then in the 1990s and up to today, the highest tax bracket is 39.6%. So when people say taxes can't go any higher, I'm like, well, historically, they have been significantly higher. And, you know, given all the pressures on the government and all the the various issues that we have, both domestically and globally, I believe that there is probably a probably a very good chance. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball. There's probably a very good chance that our actual taxes could actually go up. So if you know if you're interested in learning more about that, you can go to my website. You can download uh, you know secrets to a tax-free retirement. Kind of gives you more more data, more information about this whole issue. But yeah, taxes have become um, another crucial aspect of long-term retirement planning. Yeah, that's it's so important. And if we're not keeping our eye on the ball, especially when it comes to taxes, we're going to make mistakes, and that's going to have a big impact in the future. Last financial blind spot, although I'm sure we could probably think of some others over time, but we'll hit this last one for the moment, Dan. The challenge that gets created sometimes by your RMDs. Again, it's something that's not really going to impact us until we pass that 70 and a half year old mark. So we're not really keeping it on the forefront of our minds. And that's why it can kind of slip into the blind spot. Yeah. So, you know, your required minimum distributions. I mean, the first thing you have to make sure that you take them and that they know that you don't fail to take them because the penalty uh, is very, very draconian. But what's really impacted my clients the last several years, and they weren't aware of this, is that the government has uh, modified the tax rules to say that in in most situations, uh, if if you're a married couple, 
up to 85% of your social security becomes taxable if you meet rather low you know, taxable income thresholds. And what people don't realize is that the money that they must pull out of their RMD you know, is actually viewed for purposes of this particular tax on your social security as income to you. And so not only do you have to pay income tax on the RMDs that you pull out, but in a lot of situations, by pulling that money out of your RM, out of your RMD that you must pull out, it's also going to make 85% of your social security taxable. And that's uh, it's difficult for some people, especially when they didn't see it coming. Yeah, it's really tough for people if they don't kind of have those things on the forefront of their mind, as we've mentioned, and it's a common theme of a lot of these financial blind spots. They're just the the parts that I guess aren't level one of the planning process, but level two and three, and so they get overlooked often, and we don't want that to be the case. Uh, tell us a little bit, Dan, about what it looks like if I come in and meet with you in your office in Gahanna, and we talk a little bit about my situation. Uh, what can I expect? How does that conversation usually unfold with you? Well, before the conversation even starts, I'm going to send you an email with with uh, three links in it. The first link will be a link to a quiz, your personal wealth index. And I'm going to ask you to take 10 or 15 minutes and actually complete this personal wealth index. The system will send you a confidential report that's hopefully going to give you some real insight into money and finances and how that impacts your life and steps you can take to improve that particular situation. I'm also going to um, send you a link to a little video that I made called Separating myths from truths. It'll explain a little bit about our firm's philosophy of investing. And thirdly, the third link will be to the book I mentioned a little earlier, The Secrets to a Tax-Free Retirement. So you're free to spend as much or as little time or none on those three links, educational materials before you meet with me. Our first meeting, however, I'll sit down, share with you my philosophy. You'll share with me your family's hopes and dreams. And if it's a good fit, we'll plan, we'll schedule the second and third meeting where we're going to actually... create and then implement your family's financial plan. That gives you a little bit more information about what to expect when you come in and meet with Dan for the first time, and uh, that's helpful. Make sure that you're covering and addressing these financial blind spots. If you aren't, then reach out. 614-472-4510 is the number to call. That's 614-472-4510. And you can also find us online, as always, at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Listen to the podcast and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher as well. For Dan Betzel, I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time on the Plan with Dan podcast. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.